Good morning, everyone. Lovely, lovely to see you. Really lovely. It's our second week back in the building, and um, doesn't it feel really good? So it's it's lovely to be here. Warm welcome to you if you're on Zoom. Um, we're delighted that we have the technology and we have someone who can work the technology, which is even better. Um, so, so that's great. And um, we, we have Proclaim up and running, uh, words for the songs. We don't have a live musician this morning, but we do have recorded music. So sing with gusto when, when the songs come along. Just before we start the service, um, I just have one notice, which is to let you know about nominations for um, our AGM. You've probably seen them up on the screen. So I'm very pleased that we have nominations for the diaconate from David, from Jane and from Nick. And Yvonne and myself have been nominated as treasurer and secretary, um, respectively. So that's good news. So that's, that's that bit over with. So I'm now really delighted to welcome uh, Tim Norwood. Uh, Tim came to us three years ago. Four years ago, Tim? Last time. Yeah, I think so, something like that, wasn't it? Um, and I, that's, I'm that's sure. 200 years ago, COVID times. Isn't it, it is 200 years ago, COVID times. And, and, and we, those of us who are here remember the Valley of the Dry Bones. Um, so it, it went down in history. So we're delighted to welcome you, Tim. Thank you for being here this morning. Great. Good, morning. Good to be with you all this morning. Good morning. It's really good to be with you, good to be back with you. It does feel like a very, very long time. Uh, in fact, this is only the second time I've been back in this building since, uh, uh, since the whole COVID um, pandemic. I was here last weekend, and that's only because the bishop was walking through and I had to show him where to find it. Um, so it's, it's really good to be back with you again. Um, and nice to have that reminder of the Valley of the Dry Bones, because we'll be dipping back into that Valley of Dry Bones this morning. So you can consider this as part two. Of, of the last service. Um, so it's really good to be back with you. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, my name's Tim. I'm the um, area dean of Milton Keynes. So I usually work for the Anglicans, the other lot. Um, so they, they were somewhat surprised to see me this morning. And I said, no, I'm a Baptist this morning. Um, so it's really good to be with you this morning. Um, and I, I, I usually say I'm responsible for everything that goes wrong in the Church of England in Milton Keynes. If I didn't cause it, <laughs> somebody else did, and it's landed up on my desk. So that's my job, really. Um, but it's really, we, in Milton Keynes, as you know, we work um, very ecumenically, and I spend most of my time with Baptists and URC people and Methodists. So it's, 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 it's one of the joys uh, of working in this city. So it's a great, great fun to be back with you this morning. And, um, uh, yeah, I'm, but also very odd. So I know this is your second Sunday back together, and I, it's, really, I, it's a really privilege to be with you this morning. And I know that we're all feeling our way back into what church um, is going to look like. Uh, and someone said they didn't like that phrase, the new normal, because by the time you've worked out what the new normal is, you've actually got to start again because things have all changed. So they've said the best thing is the current normal. Um, so whatever the current normal is today, it'll be different next week. So we have to feel our way. The main thing is we need to be kind to each other and look after each other. But being with each other, spending time with each other, praying with each other, looking after each other, that's what church is about. So it is such a joy to be with you, such a joy to see faces I haven't seen in a long time, and, and such a joy to be worshipping with you this morning. And so we're going to start um, uh, this morning with a, a, a great hymn of calling, calling to us as the church, calling from, uh, from God, uh, calling out from a world that is broken, calling to us as God's people to respond. And so this is a great way to start our worship this morning. Um, I believe, are we wearing masks to sing? Is that the... If you're able, yep. If you, can, if you can put your mask on to sing... That's one way of looking after each other, but we'll stand to sing, I the Lord of sea and sky. I the Lord of sea and sky, I have heard my people cry, all who dwell in dark and sea. Say. 
And let's continue in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you look down on the world that you have made. You see it in all its beauty, but you also see those who are hurting. You see our brokenness as well as our beauty. And so, Lord, we thank you for your great love to us. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for the way that you were willing to to come in Christ, to be with us as your son. And that even today you are with us and you want to bless us, heal us and make us whole. So Lord, help us to respond to your call. Help us to hear your voice once again. And through your grace and your, the power of your spirit to be made into your people, your body, serving you in the world. We ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you. The, oh, we're not singing just yet. <laughs> we are going to be doing some singing. But the, the theme of this morning, there we go, the blessed are the poor in spirit. We're going to get there in a little while. Um, but we, we are going to be thinking about what it means uh, for God to say blessed, for Jesus to say blessed are the poor in spirit. But we're going to get there slowly. And we've just been listening to that wonderful, we're singing together that wonderful hymn, I the Lord of Sea and Sky, which reminds us that uh, we have a God who cares, a God who sees the brokenness of the world, a God who hears the cry 
of his people and wants to respond in love and healing in grace. And so I'd like to start this morning just by thinking together a little bit because you know, we, are, we are church in this place and we do stuff together. I'd like to do a little bit of thinking. If God was listening today, what would he be hearing? If God was listening to the voices of people in the world today, what cry would he be hearing? He is listening, of course. What would he be hearing? And I, you know, I'd like you, just, just you know, a couple of minutes, if you can, with social distancing, don't get too close, don't breathe on each other, stick your mask on, but if you could just have a word with someone near you and, and ask that question, what, 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 what's, what voice is coming up to God this morning? What would he be hearing? Yeah, just very briefly, and then I'll ask if anyone's got anything they particularly want to share. Just give you a couple of minutes. What, 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 what cry might be coming up to God this morning? Literally two minutes. Okay, I'm going to, I've got the radio mic, I'm going to hold on to it so we don't, you know, share, share objects, but anyone, if anyone, stick your hand up and I'll bring the mic to you. Um, what, 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 what voice might be coming up to, to God this morning? I'm going to come right round here. Yes, young man. Brilliant. Help. Help. Anything, any particular help or just Help. Help all the people in need. Yeah, I just love the way you just say help. I mean, just kind of, just help. <laughs> we, we don't know what to do. Help us. Anyone else want to put a hand up? Yeah, sir. Peace and justice. Peace and justice. You think big, don't you, really, here in Spurgeons? No, no kind of small stuff, really. Peace and justice. Follows from the big stuff. Yeah. Full small stuff follows from the big stuff. And I've got one over here. I'm going to come right round. Whoa, this is where I fall on my face. And you all have a great laugh. All right. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Yeah. Now we need some of that, don't we, really? In the face of all we, we, we hear. Any, anyone else? I'll just take one more if there's, if there's one. No. Oh, yep, sir. Why is there so much hate in the world? Yeah, why is there so much hate in the world? Yeah, there's a lot to there's a lot to worry about, and I, I just come back to that first that first line: help, help. What are people crying out for more than anything else? Just help us, Lord, have mercy. We need justice and peace. We need an end to hate. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you that you care. We thank you that you care so much that you listen to every voice 
every voice crying out for peace and justice, for an end to hate, every voice that yearns for mercy, every voice that just cries out, help us, help. And Lord, we thank you that we know that when you listen to the voices of the world, you responded by sending Jesus. And in Jesus, you gave us your answer to our cries for mercy. The answer is that you come to be with us. We thank you for your incredible grace in Christ. And we thank you that that continues here in the life of this church. Help us to be your body. Hearing the voices of those in need. Crying out to you. And finding you even in the darkest of places. Lord, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for being with us. We thank you for this church that we love. Blessed be your name. Amen. So we're going to sing again. Reminding us that God's response to our cries for mercy is a deep, deep sacrificial love. Is sending Jesus to die for us. So again, we're going to stand and sing in thanks for all that God has done. How deep the Father's love for us How vast beyond all measure That he should give his only son To make a wretch his treasure How great the pain of sin I think it's over to you at this point. Thanks, Tim, for those thoughts so far. Um, I just want you to use your imaginations for a minute. It's going to be a bit of a stretch, but 
I am, for the moment, Jane Sellers. So, so here we go. Um, Jane, as you know, is our um, junior church coordinator. That's a fantastic job. Um, and we normally love to present Bibles to our young people um, as they would have moved from Trekkers to Gwyn um, and as they go up to secondary school. And we're delighted that we have a Good News Bible, Youth Edition, Zoom, I hope you can see that, um, to present to one of our young people today. I'm delighted, I'm going to ask Tim to present it, so I'm going to hand it over in a moment. And I'm going to ask young Jacob, sorry Jacob, I think this was probably a bit of a surprise for you. Um, but I'm going to ask you to come up to receive your Bible. It's an absolute delight to present it to you. We hope you will treasure it and enjoy it. So, Jacob, congratulations and well done. I think you're Brilliant. Lovely. Congratulations. So, our reading um, is Matthew 5, and uh, a familiar reading, but sometimes we hear things differently, don't we, um, in the familiar. So, here we go. Chapter 5, and reading from 1 to 16. Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. He said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you, when people insult you persecute, you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Amen. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are the poor in spirit. I said at the beginning that this was almost like part two of uh, the last time I was here and we were talking about dry bones and we talked a bit about the, the, the Holy Spirit and, the, and, what, um, and that breath of life breathing into, into dead bones. Which are kind of, you know, is almost going to answer my own question. That, that word, spirit, what does, it, what does it mean? What does it mean? Anyone like to kind of shout out? Where does it come from? God, yeah, it comes from God. Breath comes from the spirit comes from God. What else is it? What else is the spirit in in the Bible? What is what is it pictured as? Fire, fire. yeah, fire, bringing energy and heat. What else is it? Comforter. A comforter. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yep. Right at the back. Yeah, we've got those wonderful images of doves, haven't we? We talked about peace and, and justice and all that. There's wonderful, the, the word itself, there, I mean, both the, both the Greek word and the Hebrew word for spirit in the Bible, 
Ruach in the Old Testament, Numa in the New Testament. I'm ignoring those theologians sitting in the congregation who know this better than I do. What do those words mean more than anything else? What do they actually, what do they mean? No? Breath, wind, air. They're about the, they're about the, the breathing energy of God. It comes ultimately from God. It gives us life. Spirit is life. It's often, often pictured as a mighty wind. Um, and so that wonderful image of, of the breath, the breath that we need in order to survive. And, and people will know you can lose all sorts of things. You can, you, if, if, you, if you haven't got food, you can keep going for a while. If you haven't got water, um, you can keep going for a, you know, a day or so. But if you haven't got breath, you, you, you'll last minutes. Breath is so essential to us. It's what gives us life. And this image of the breath of life is what lies behind those, those, that language of the spirit. The spirit that comes ultimately from God, that gives us life, that gives us everything we need in order to live and breathe and flourish and be. It's the greatest gift that God gives us as living beings. Hallelujah? <coughs> Roughly. So, you know, that just reminding ourselves that that's what spirit is. Yeah? So just hold that thought. Because when we think about blessed are the poor in spirit, I think the problem that I always had when I saw this phrase when I was growing up is that as soon as I saw poor in spirit, I thought, well, what does that mean? Does that mean that, they, that you know, these are people who don't go to church or perhaps don't know how to pray or, or perhaps you know, don't know how to... You know, they're spiritually poor. What does that actually mean? And I was thinking, well, actually, what does it mean if, actually, if I think about that as spirit, as breath, as life? It is those people who are poor in ruach, in numa. Poor in everything that gives us life. Poor in the life that comes ultimately from God. Unable to breathe. Yeah? You with me so far? Vaguely. I'm going to take you on this little journey this morning. Hopefully, hopefully you'll, you'll begin to see where I'm going. So, so poor in spirit doesn't just mean someone who's, who's not going to church or hasn't sung a hymn recently. Poor in spirit means someone who is lacking what they need in order to live life in all its fullness. This is big stuff this morning. This is not, you know, little fluffy spiritual stuff. This is about life. Yeah? Now, the other interesting thing I found when I began reflecting on this, this passage is that, is that word poor. What do we mean when we say someone is poor? Anyone want to kind of shout something out? What do we mean when we say someone is poor? You're lacking in something. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, often, often we think you're lacking in, in, in money, you know, in order to be poor. You're poor in something. Well, this is a really interesting word, this word. In the, I'm, you know, I'm going back to some you know, Greek stuff here, just to, you know, just to really annoy you. The Greek word here does, isn't about lacking. It's about crouching. It's about crouching in order to beg. So when Jesus talks about the poor in this case, he's not talking about people who just don't have. He's talking about people who don't have so much that they are reduced to crouching in order to beg. You with me? So when you see this phrase, blessed are the poor in spirit... You could think of this as being a kind of, you know, blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are the people who just don't go to church and don't know what, you know. What this really means is blessed are those who are begging for life. Blessed are those people who are so desperate, they are crouching and begging for the breath of life that will enable them to live. This is strong stuff and we miss it. Because we're so used to, I think Leslie said at the beginning, we're so used to this language. You know, blessed are the poor in spirit. Well, that's nice. Blessed are those who are begging for life. That's tough. You with me now? 
I'm sorry, I'm going to go to the side here. One of the great things I've done since the last... Uh, great things. One of the most frightening things I've done since the last time um, uh, I, I was with you is that I was asked to speak in a, a, an African-led um, Pentecostal church in, in Netherfield. And they're all from you know, lang- all, all countries all over Africa. And they invited me to come and speak on, on Mary just before Christmas. And it was great privilege... And, and because they were from all sorts of different countries and lots of people were speaking French, I had no idea whether they were speaking in tongues or in, in French or, or whatever. And I had to stand and preach to them. And I was absolutely terrified because I know, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of Western, um, you know, boring person and I just look like an idiot. But I did get some hallelujahs and amens from them, more than I generally get from, from other churches. So I, I'm getting used to this, you know. Uh, and the great thing is I had to go back and preach to them online on Zoom uh, for their, their revival meetings over Easter. And I'm thinking, oh, no. Lord God, please, no. They wanted 50-minute sermon on Zoom um, as part of revival weekend. Can you imagine how I was feeling? <laughs> Preachers amongst us. And then the internet cut out five times during the sermon. So... That's just by way of an aside. So one thing preachers like, we like a few amens and yeses and nods, and it it, it encourages us. So anyway, where where was I? So, blessed are the poor in spirit. This is about the kingdom of God. And uh, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is right at the center of Jesus' preaching. Now, a chapter earlier, we find Jesus preaching... The kingdom of heaven is near. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent and believe the good news. And here we find out a little bit more of what that's about. It's about those people who are begging and desperate for life hearing good news. And that good news is that the whole world is turned upside down in Jesus. That God calls us to transform everything about our lives, about the world, about the way we live. And that stuff we said at the beginning about what is the world crying for today? Crying for peace, crying for justice, crying help, crying for mercy. That's what comes into this. Now, here we are as a world. We've just been through, we're still going through the pandemic. People are struggling. We're at the beginning of a climate crisis which will affect people across the world. People are struggling. We are more and more isolated from each other. People are lonely, people are divided, people are struggling. And in that broken world, there is a voice rising for help. It is those people who are begging for life. And we today are called to answer that cry. To be the body of Christ in the world today to enable Christ to work through us, in us, and with us, bringing transformation and bringing life. And it comes, first and foremost, from the breath of God breathing into our lives. We need God's life, God's transforming presence. And so we're going to sing another hymn. These are the days of Elijah, reminding us of the great things that God has done in the past and promises to do in the future. Let's sing.
Thank you. Please be seated. And so I think one of the great things we need to know this morning as church here is that the good news is that God is with us. The same God who was with Elijah and David and Ezekiel is here now and wants to do in and through us great things. We, we stand in a, as part of a great story. And I was kind of thinking, these are the days. What are these days? These are the days of COVID. These are the days of the climate. These are the days of Spurgeons. That was more like it. Now we're beginning to get somewhere. These are the days of Spurgeons. Warming up. What is it that God is calling us, you, to be today? What is the response that uh, God is calling out of? You know, we, you, this is the stuff we're doing all the time, of course, constantly asking ourselves that question. But I wonder, again, as we did at the beginning, if you'd like to turn to someone near you, how might we, in our lives, individually, collectively, respond to that call today? What's God putting on our hearts? Um, no, there's no right answer. There's no right answer. What's God calling us to? Just have a couple of minutes talking to each other, and again, I'll go around with the microphone and see what we can, we can learn.
Okay, one, two, three. Oh, there I am. <laughs> Back again. So I'm really, I'm interested, I'm really interested to know what, what kind of things people have got in their minds. And I know I've got some really good people I can rely on for answers. So I've got my eyes on you. Anyone like to put your hands up? I mean, it, it, there's no right answer. It can be a big thing. It can be a small thing. It can be, it can be whatever. But it helps us all to hear, hear from each other and reflect together on what God's saying. So anyone, you know, I can see, I knew it would be you. Yes, I knew I could rely. Right. To help each other. To help each other. Now that works, doesn't it? Can you remember what he said the first time? Help. What do we have to do? Help each other. This is the theologian of the church, okay? <laughs> Just, you know. Um, be kind. Be kind, absolutely. We've got to look after each other, haven't we? Right. To be, respect to be respectful to people. To be respectful for, to people. I mean, I'm loving here, you know, from... from from the you know, youngest people in the, con in the congregation. It's about how we live, not about anything specific, but actually what we need is to live differently, don't we? We need to treat each other well. So I'm really loving that. Any anyone else? Right, hands, and then I can come running and fall over. Right, yes, I knew that would happen. It happened last time. You're doing this on purpose, aren't you? You plan this between you. To spread the gospel. To spread the gospel. Yeah, we've got good news to share, haven't we? Yeah? That is really, really important. Because we live in a world which has lost hope. Is not sure there's any kind of answer. And actually, we, we have good news to share. And we do need to share that. Otherwise, we're, you know, that's, we're, 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 people are going to lose out. Yeah. Anyone else? I know lots of exciting things were said. <laughs> One more. Yeah, there we go. Be prepared for his coming. Be prepared for his coming. Jesus is near. He's here with us today. Yep. Just to listen to God. Yeah, to get to listen again. Yeah, to listen deeply. We don't have all the answers. We need to start by listening. I think with uh, so much uh, in the news about climate change and so on, we need to work out how as a church we are a, a great example of living gently with the planet. Yeah, that's a lot of wisdom there. Thank you. Just one last call if anyone's got anything they want to share. Yeah. There we go. I know I can rely on this corner. Love. Love. Do you know what? That is a good place to end, isn't it, really? Love covers a multitude of sins. Love conquers evil. Good to remember that in our prayers. So before we pray for each other and for the world, we're going to sing a prayerful hymn. As the deer. Please feel free to stand, but if you want to remain seated in prayerful mode, feel free.
Heavenly Father, we thank you for all of your gifts, for our money, for our homes, for our family, for our lives, and for the breath that you breathe into us. We offer all of these things back to you and pray that you will use them to your glory through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let's continue in prayer. So, Heavenly Father, we pray today for this broken world. We thank you for your incredible love and your grace. We pray particularly for those who are struggling today, who are so desperate for life because of injustice or hatred or war. And they cry out to you for peace. Lord Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Lord, we thank you that you promise the kingdom of heaven to those who most need it. So we pray for that call to be answered in our lives and the lives of those around us. Lord, we pray that your good news would be preached throughout the world and that we would share that good news with those that we know. We pray that the way that we live would reflect a greater kindness and love and that we would learn as people to help one another and not to put ourselves first. We pray that we would live in such a way that we know that the kingdom of heaven is near, close enough to touch. Help us to seek and to find that kingdom in our lives. We ask that you would help us as your people in this place to answer your call and to find ways of living so that we reflect a care for creation and a care for those of need in need in the way that we live and operate as church. Most of all, we thank you that we do not do this alone, but it is you that do these things in and through us by the power of your spirit. We thank you for the grace of Christ, and we answer the call. Amen. In a moment's silence, I invite you to offer up to God, either aloud or in the silence of your hearts, your prayers for those that you know or care for today. We pray that your loving hand would rest upon those in need and you would give them the healing that they long for. So we gather all our prayers together as we say the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. We've nearly come to the end of our time together in worship this morning, and it has been a real joy to be with you after such a long time. Great to be back. These have been the days of COVID, but the good news is that Jesus is still with us and the Holy Spirit is at work. So I say with great confidence, these are the days of Spurgeons. That's more like it. And I look forward to coming back and to hear again the good news of what God is doing in your midst, because we have a great God 
and God has great things ahead for us. There are huge challenges in the world, world today, but we are called to be Christ's body, loving, caring, and sharing in the world. We are going to finish with a hymn, but we could check the weather and the news on the way. We're going to stay, we're going to